Hey everybody, I'm Steve Gibson. I'm Ryan Berger. And welcome to this week's episode of Distinctly Digital, a modern recruiting podcast. And today we're going to be talking about what your recruiting website needs as far as automating and integrations go. And we're going to be speaking with our guest, Vladimir, with Recruiters Websites. Hey, that's me. (laughs) Stay tuned. So Vladimir, I know that that voice sounds familiar to everyone that's listened to every episode that we've ever produced. All two of them. Oh. <laughs> hey, there's this is nine, buddy, right? Oh, all two people. Oh, okay. two, we I'll have you know we have had easily 150 listeners. Oh, yeah, it's it's getting up there now. We're that's getting, impressive. We're getting, it's getting ready to hit the big time. Yeah, we're divided by the number of podcasts. <laughs> we're international. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's in Germany. Uh, we have a consistent listener in Germany. I took some German in high school. If you want me to impress them, yeah. Say hello. Go, go ahead. Uh, guten Abend, and I'm sorry. <laughs> that's all you got. Yeah. So at the moment, that's all you got. I mean, I wasn't really prepared for a German portion <laughs> of the interview. Well, uh, to our French listeners, right? Yeah. Bonjour, uh, tout le monde. I do Bulgarian. You got anyone there? We may to a Bulgarian uh, listeners. Let's do that. You don't even Let's know just what do I that. said. Let's just do <laughs> that the whole time. Yeah. Let's <laughs> talk in more detail about that. So, so Vladimir, despite his his apathetic nature uh, <laughs> and attitude, has been with us a very long time and is a, a pretty valuable member of our team. Um, he works very heavily within uh, our integration team, and um, you know, I know that is. Uh, a very buzzword right now, integration and automate. Um, you know, pe- recruiters are looking for any way possible to automate what they do. And Vladimir is part of that team within recruiters' websites that helps them be able to accomplish uh, different types of automation and, uh, and integrations through different softwares and programs that recruiters use every single day. Um, so, Vlad, uh, I guess talk to us a little bit more about some of the ways that you guys do this. You know, we throw around jargony uh, abbreviations like API and uh, and and what it means XML fees and our, and all these different words that people may hear when they're talking to software companies. But but give us some more detail about what what you do and the types of softwares that you work with. Well, it's a wide variety of things depending on what exactly it is that each client needs. Uh, probably the most common thing that you're going to see in any of our websites is the uh, job board integration where the recruiter will put their jobs into whatever system it is they happen to use and will bring them directly to their website so they don't have to go through the hassle of basically duplicating their efforts and doing the whole thing twice. Right. Well, and especially important when we talk about um, so data and, and putting the information into an applicant tracking system, whether it's, let's say, Crelate, Loxo, PC Recruiter, um, you know, any of the major systems, Bullhorn, any of the major systems that are out there, um, you know, you, you if you put information into that system and, and recruiters are notoriously, I don't want to say, I don't want to, lazy is not the right word. It, they're salespeople. I, I think there's a... Uh 
they want simplicity and ease of use. Right. And so when you have a, a, a firm with 15 recruiters and they're busy trying to make placements, the last thing they want to do is enter data. Mm-hmm. So when they want to enter that data into an applicant tracking system to be able to start tracking that pipeline of the client they're working for, the job that they're working on, they don't want to take that information again and have to enter it into the website. And so these API integrations facilitate that. Yeah. And that's basically all it's going to do at the end of the day, which I say all it's going to do, but it's a lot because it saves you time. And that's kind of the most valuable resource that you have as a recruiter, I would imagine. Oh, yeah. Um, The more time they have to build a type more conversations and build more relationships, the more opportunities they have to actually make more placements versus just entering in data. Um, You know, a lot of people listening to this, and I say a lot, Vladimir, because there's going to be a lot. Oh, I'm sure. So a lot of the people that are listening to this would say, well, I do this already with an iframe. My ATS provided me with a a branded page. Uh, Is that the same thing? It's going to give you some of the same functionality, but there's a lot of downsides to using something like an iframe. Obviously, it's going to be easier. You just put the code in there and it's ready to go as is, but you lose a lot of control over what exactly is being displayed you lose a lot of control over how the information is processed and how it moves around. And you're basically just stuck with what you get out of the box with no customization at all. Right. And, and the, the, so beyond even just the not being able to make sure that it looks like the rest of your website, which, you know, if anybody that has one implemented on their site, it's, it's a quick fix. Um, but it doesn't look great because you, you just have this kind of, window placed onto a page and it just it can look sloppy it's really out of place yeah it really is especially if and so some of the applicant tracking systems do a better job with this than others but some of them are horrible looking Mm -hmm. um and so it immediately takes away from that candidate experience that that you're offering to those individuals that are looking to apply and in fact you can't even control most times in most ways the way that they apply it has to have this certain amount of information that that is deemed acceptable from the ats to be able to do that. Yeah, it'll link them to some kind of predetermined form that, again, you're unlikely to have any control over. So you can't control what information you collect. You can't control where that information goes, where if we set it all up and built it out custom through an API, that's something that we would be able to set based on what it is exactly you're looking for. Right. And, and the biggest advantage of this then as well, so be, beyond the look and the feel, the experience that they get, um, the the SEO visibility that comes along with being able to, to have these job descriptions actually on your website. Yeah, because if someone searches for something that's in the job description, if it's in an iframe, it's probably not going to match at all. Right. So you're not going to be able to get that traffic. So I, I want to take a step back here. And for for people like me who are not 100 uh, percent techie, you know, I work marketing creative. What exactly is an iframe like for people who don't know? I was hoping you wouldn't ask me that because I don't know. either. <laughs> no, um, an iframe is a piece of code that you put in your website that essentially makes a window, a big box on there, and it just displays another web page right. from somewhere else. It's kind of like having a a window into another website on a page of your website. Mm-hmm. That makes it's like looking through the pane of a window, you see what's on the outside. You're looking into 
those jobs that are stored somewhere it's else. like a website in another website. Right. So when we're talking benefits of having that job board integrated into your site versus an iframe, it's kind of like when we talk about the difference between having a custom site versus a, a template or, or pre-made site a little bit. Yeah, in terms of the control and the customization that you get. Right. It, 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 you know, it makes sense that applicant tracking systems use it because it, it's a nice one size fits all solution. It's quick. It provides a lot of their their clients with what they need um, uh, without having to provide a custom solution. Um, it, it, so it, so I don't necessarily I don't want to like take away that 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 uh, from it from the applicant tracking systems do that because it, it's better than nothing. Absolutely. Well, and I, and I was not trying to imply that it's. Oh, you were. <laughs> I'm going to call my friends at, at the ATS. At the ATS systems. At the ATS stores. You guys wouldn't believe what Ryan Berger said. You wouldn't believe it. Yeah. All I was trying to do <laughs> was continue this conversation, Steve. <laughs> but you wouldn't believe me? No. Um, I lost my train of thought, though, because I got emotional. <laughs> it was it was something along the lines of you weren't trying to oh, belittle applicant traffic yeah, systems trying, for this horrible service they offer. It's not. It's it definitely has its benefits. But when you're able to do something custom, it's going to help you more than just that that sort of one size fits all solution. Yeah, and I, and I think what what we're experiencing with it a lot as well is is that it it fit pretty well um, in the last in the last decade. Um, but I think as recruiters have become more advanced in what their needs are, um, more tailored to the audiences that they're, they're the candidates and the clients that they're servicing uh, and what they need out of an experience, I think that it's become becoming more and more of a need for customization and actual API integrations with these systems versus just this this kind of placeholder or kind of quick and easy fix. Yeah, I think that's pretty fair to say. I mean, when you look at websites these days, recruiting websites, they all make they all look really nice, especially the ones we make. Those look fantastic. Oh, they're, they're wonderful. Well, so you, you kind of have to compete with that and you have to look at what's out there and you have to realize that if people come to your website and they see something that looks out of date and it looks like it belongs in, you know, 2000s in an Internet Explorer browser, they're probably going to go somewhere else. Internet Explorer. I guess they're not, they're not around anymore. Right? Edge, it's Edge. edge. They replaced it with Edge. Okay, so good. So I don't have to worry. We don't have to worry about it. No, no, not taking shots. I love those Internet Explorer memes too. I thought I felt like that maybe my my vaccine microchip was tingling though when mm. when he said that. So I didn't know if, if Bill heard that or <laughs> or not. They just perked up when they when they heard mm. a product. Well, they're always. I said, oh, it's defunct now. So <laughs> it's like if we said Windows XP, you feel that in your arm a little bit. Right, it just kind of kind of vibrate through, yeah. and you, you you get you get a little bit of a uh, of a, of, a, of a nice feeling when you say, "Man, that that new Windows platform is great." Yeah, Windows Eleven, that I just get a, that nice. That, 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 I that, love LinkedIn. Right, right, that affirmation little little buzz they give you. It's nice. Um, so we're talking about what the automation, um, and so within those, so the 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 advancement of of our industry as a whole becoming more more um more in tune with with the rest of the of the world when it comes to with our digital presence i think has has 
made this a bigger need. And, 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 and that's why we see it so much now in post and in, in podcasts. I was just on a podcast with, a um, with staffing tech and, and heavily talking about things like automation and what recruiting and staffing firms should be looking for. And, and it's becoming such a big part of that tech stack in your enroll because, because you get off the website. So, so just to kind of recap this, build an API integration on your website. If you have the possibility, opportunity to, because it can build and bring in those job descriptions, create an actual page on that website. You can customize it to make sure that it looks and feels and operates just like it needs to for your client, for your candidates as they apply, uh, represent your brand, and then also elevate your SEO because you can target then actually the description and the location and whatever details you want into that URL. It becomes indexable by things like Google and Google Jobs. You can share a direct link to that specific role. Those are all things where it adds a lot of value. You, you, the way you, they apply, you can customize those forms. So it's everything that, 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 that you want within a jobs page for a candidate that becomes possible within that process. Um, but then even within the world of, of integrations, then we got to look at then, and the tech stack. And you hear that a whole lot as well that recruiting firm has. So not only their applicant tracking system, their website, but also any marketing automation software. If they're using any type of voice over IP phone system and all the things that can be connected within those systems, we deal in that as well, right, Vladimir? Oh, yeah. And it really depends on who it is we're working with. We have some clients that stick with the very basic integrations, and then we have other clients that go much further beyond that. And to give an example, one of our much more tech savvy and integrated clients has a whole system set up. Well, they'll serve basically Facebook ads and things like that. And then when someone responds to a Facebook ad, they'll automatically send them a link and add them to their system. And then when they respond to the email and the link, then they'll automatically be scheduled for a call with the recruiter. And they've basically just automated the whole process up until that first phone call. Which is pretty amazing because I know I've had the experience of applying for jobs and you put your resume in, for instance, and it, it parses your resume. And it feels like they sometimes those integrations don't even work well. So the fact that that you can do that and be able to get data from an outside source like Facebook and then pull it in and, and now have access to that and schedule it all out is, is pretty neat. It's really neat, Ryan. You started shaking your head at the end there. It threw me off my rhythm. I, mean, I had a whole, I had a whole thing going. And then in fact, it's more than neat. it's cool beans. <laughs> I'm going to tender my resignation. <laughs> Integrate this. <laughs> so, and, and it, it really is neat. I, I don't want to take away from from how impactful that word can be. It's extremely neat. It's rad. It's it's rad. It's rad. It's, it's awesome. Well, I think it just kind of takes. I think it helps to take away this feeling of recruiting as a a an old industry, an sure. old salesy industry. You know, I mean, anytime we talk about modernizing it. I don't know. I don't know. It just, it just feels like you're not, it's not just a bunch of old dudes recruiting. Like it, it, it's, it, it brings it, you know, I mean, it, it makes yeah, it. Right. No, it, it, well, and the thing is, so there's some aspects of recruiting that can't be automated. There's some things that, that I would, would say can't be replaced and, and the, the relationships and having the conversations and the things that need to take place within that process to build trust 
Uh, those things don't go away. But what are some things that can be re- automated? What are some things that can be used to be able to keep up with the times and make you more efficient within what you're doing and not be bogged down? And and that's exactly what Vladimir was kind of describing. That's the opportunity that's there. You got you multiply the efforts of 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 of, of doing that for two or three different recruiters or th- two or three different processes. All of a sudden, you can you can cut down on the amount of recruiters you need. You can cut down on the amount of time you're spending and wasting it with quite candidates that aren't qualified. There's ways to even qualify these individuals within these forms and these processes. That if they answer the question this way, then all of a sudden they get ruled out and they get automatically get sent a thanks, but no thanks letter. We'll keep your name in our database so that you they know that you aren't neglecting them. Um, but then you don't have to be the one to do that. I mean, we're talking about finding ways to approve efficiencies across your entire organization by, by just looking and taking a step back at what you do every single day and how to automate that. Mm-hmm. And I think we've barely even scraped the surface when it comes to from an industry perspective of what that means. We like, like you said, that more advanced firm that we, we have the opportunity to partner with. I mean, they're looking at every angle possible. Yeah. I mean, it's basically every time we talk, we have new ideas on how we can further streamline and improve their process. And I think it's just as a firm, you have to look at your recruiting process because everyone is unique and everyone is a little different and think about how much time and effort are you spending on things that don't have to be done by you, things that can be done by anyone. Right. And then you isolate those, you get rid of them and you have more time for the things that really need your attention. Right. Now, I think the danger we run into a little bit when we look at some of this stuff, though, is, you know, like job boards. Um, we're supposed to replace recruiters um, with their ability to be able to vet candidates. Um, you know, I think that uh, we're never going to get there. <laughs> I, I mean, I I would agree. I don't think we're ever going to get there. You know, I, I just I just wrote a piece about Facebook jobs and how they're shutting that down and and and. Uh, outside of the US and Canada and what's still left is uh, basically you could manually do it, but they've gotten rid of their partner integration. You can't, you, you know, you, they don't have the API anymore to just post to it. Um, but ultimately, even if that was still there or if they built it out even better, it doesn't change the fact that recruiting is still a person to person industry. Right. You know, so you can have all the indeeds, the zip recruiters, whatever job boards, but it's not going to replace the fact that, when you talk with someone, when you when you deal with them, it's just an overall better experience. Unless you know they suck, but then they shouldn't be in this industry. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, knowing your limits on on where it makes sense and where it doesn't make sense to to build an automation. Sometimes it can it can be done just for being done sake. Um, and I think I think understanding that, like Vlad said, it's about kind of talking through what those processes are where they can be streamlined and, and where it makes sense versus things that, that don't need to be done. Yeah. You can't automate everything, but there's a lot of things that can just be done without thinking about it. And just takes a lot of your plate. Well, and it's just, so another example of what we've done, and, and I think it's just a cool, again, a cool example of how it works. Oh, so now cool is cool. Now cool is a good word. It was neat before. Was neat. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> Same sentiment. <laughs> Same sentiment. Do go we, on. Do, can I go? Can Please. I continue? Yeah, no, you guys cut these bits out or this? No, they stay. They stay. Yeah, this will stay. This is why, this is what the viewers look for. <laughs> this is what they want. Okay. We, we give them what they want. Controversy, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, vocabulary lessons. <laughs> a little bit of adversity through the microphone. Right. Yeah. It's intense. Oh yeah. I'm gripping. Right. Yeah. So he'll add maybe some some a curtain of of of, of an orchestra or maybe some uh, sound effects. A string. Yeah, yeah. String section. Because really, what we want this podcast to be is a workout for your ears. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. So the cool process, the neat process I was talking about is uh, we have a, a a client that has an applicant tracking system. So um, so say it's integrated with their website. A uh, candidate comes in, applies. They go into the applicant tracking system. The recruiter then is notified that that takes place. They look at the candidate's background. They say, "Okay, this person is not really a fit." They move them into a pipe, but they but they maybe need they need to stay in our database because we may have something for them in the future. So they they move them into a pipeline status that then triggers an automation to send them a a letter saying thank you, but no thank you. And then from there, once that letter is triggered uh, and that automation is triggered, it sends them that. And then it also uh, correlates and connects to a marketing automation system like HubSpot. And then it puts them into a drip campaign that they have created to be able to stay in touch with them over the course of a, a you know six month period about another uh, more opportunities and information that they're sharing with them. This person goes through that drip campaign. They see uh, different opportunities coming. They're staying engaged in that brand. They're they're involved in what you do. Maybe another opportunity comes up three months later about how they are the right fit for them. Then this person clicks on a certain link within that uh, HubSpot campaign. The activities are being triggered and being monitored and then being transferred back to the Apple tracking system saying that John Smith clicked on this link now for this role. You look at it. John Smith is a fit. You schedule that individual through that applicant tracking system, automatically change the pipeline status to want to schedule a call. It puts them into your, let's say you use phone burner or uh, some like voice over IP system that put them onto your call list for the next day. You then call through them. You're able then to record that John Smith picked up. You had a conversation, but it still wasn't the right opportunity. You change that in status into, into uh, phone burner and then updates that in your applicant tracking system, throws them into another campaign in the HubSpot to stay in touch with them over the next six months to eventually you find the right opportunity for that person to be able to start with a client and you make $20,000. Automation. That was, now we just have to figure out how to automate that speech there. (laughs) I don't think he took a breath. I don't think. No, it's probably never coming back either. That, 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 you know, you guys can see our board. It looks like we're trying to track. A serial, serial killer and where they're at and what they're doing, and all those little wires and things crossed along the lines. I mean, but that's a, I mean, that is, it, it's a realistic situation in the way that that could work. Absolutely. I mean, I had a little trouble following the whole thing from start to finish, but every step sounded absolutely possible. <laughs> in my brain, it made sense. We'll, we'll, re- we'll re- rewind this and, re- and see if it does. But I, I think it mostly makes sense. And I think it does show too that automations don't just have to be job board specific right you know there's marketing automations we use automations and email campaigns right for instance and, and that's a big help just to be able to get that data or even you know i think you could classify just the way that we do social media management sometimes is automation the way we schedule it out the way we you know even at those base levels there's still ways to to connect it all right and so that's a whole nother world when we talk about marketing uh automation within the world of mm-hmm. marketing and social media and those kind of mm-hmm. things you know we're talking more from just software to software and in website yeah. and how that's involved within that um but but it's one of those things where if your firm or you're an owner or maybe you even just work desk within a large organization and and you see just sit down and kind of write out some things you do every single day um and think to yourself there's just something in here 
that I'm doing every single day that is maybe wasting my time, that if I automated this, I'm going to be X more efficient. And if I can take my efforts and be uh, and be more efficient in these areas, then all of a sudden I can be uh, I can see our, our revenue increasing and, and, and be able to apply that throughout the whole or, whole organization. And so it just takes some planning and some thought. A uh, little creativity. Um, you know, you can have conversations with individuals like ourselves or different ones that have the knowledge of, of what can be done. A lot of it is about referencing software documentation, which is always 100 percent correct, isn't it, Vladimir? Yes. <laughs> Was I supposed to lie? Yeah, yeah, you're supposed okay. to lie there. API documentation is the worst. And so if you have any understanding of what that is, ask your software that you're wanting to integrate to provide you with API documentation. Those are things that you can share with developers like us to be able to go through and determine what makes sense and what doesn't. A lot of times they're wrong in the way they've they've documented this because just like sales guys, developers are not very excited about documenting and and things. Wouldn't you agree with that, Vladimir? I would say we're just not excited in general. (laughs) (laughs) Right. It's a a very low key episode. Very is. It very much is. Um, So a lot of opportunities to to, get a lot of things to think about within, within your, within your tech stack and the things that you're, you could possibly automate in the way that makes your firm more efficient, which then can hopefully lead to you being able to make more placements. So, um, Vlad, do you have anything else that you think would be important to add? I don't think I have any special insights for, that I save for the end, no. No. <laughs> no little nuggets that you, that you tucked that, away no. until the end? No? Um, well, we appreciate everybody taking some time and listening Absolutely. to us. Hopefully it was beneficial. Um, let's go ahead and say bye to our, our French listeners. Uh, au revoir. Et, uh, salut. Our Bulgarian listeners. Uh, believe it or not, ciao. Oh, that's so sophisticated. Français aussi. Uh, there we go. And it, if you are viewing us from one of the uh, Americas, <laughs> goodbye. Um, check us out on social media. Uh, follow all of our channels. Um, Facebook, uh, Instagram, LinkedIn, of course. A lot of LinkedIn around here. Probably a, a TikTok or two, maybe. Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think we got a little TikTok going on. Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, check out our website out, recruiterswebsites.com. Uh, if you want to find out more about what we do from not only a website and marketing perspective, but within that world of automation, reach out and we'll be happy to talk in more detail. And don't forget to uh, subscribe. You know, we're on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, wherever you're listening right now. Go ahead and subscribe. If you hurry, he can be our first subscriber. That's not true. <laughs> we already we have one. Yeah, that's, they listened to two seconds of one of the podcasts and they said, I got to have more of this. <laughs> I mean, you just know right away. They need a main line. So. <laughs> so, all right. We appreciate everybody's time and we'll look forward to talking again next week on distinctly digital a modern recruiting podcast